Shalom, Shalom, Baruchel. We are today, Baruch Hashem, before Shabbos Kodesh Re'e, before Rosh Chodesh Berdching for Elul. And we're going to learn the Batayah from Sefer Berchas Avi, the green Sefer. We're learning, of course, with Rosh Lema, Rafael Chaim Shayashu, Vimabi Rafakachaya, Oriyatim Chagit, Ofer Machol Ben Yal, Shlema Ben Esther, Rachma Katon Basleya, Yosbi Hudo, and Adasa Peril. Roi ben Ilana, Zalman Zev ben Rachel, Ufush Lein Bekar of Mamish, Mesech Shachar Yisrael. So we have in this week's parasha, the Torah tells us at one point, Leisuchal Le'echel B'Shar Yechel. Before I continue, let me just say that Lezech Nishmas Yehuda Menchaim Shom Alevi, this Lima Torah should be merit and Aliyah for the Neshama. Aliyah for the Neshama. Okay. Let's see this. The Torah says, put a little note there, it should say Yudzayin, that only in specific place are we permitted to, are we allowed to eat specific things the Torah prescribes regarding kachim, so on and so forth, Maisa. So, means you're not able, you're unable to eat within your own your own uh, domain. It has to be brought to Yerushalayim, to Besamekdash, so on and so forth. Shirashi here asks, uh, or points out something interesting, brings the Gemara, where Yeshua ben Karcha says, of course you're able, you're Yochel Ato, you have no permission. The words you use, you're unable. Yeshua ben Karcha points out that that is meaning that you're not allowed to. So the obvious question is, if I'm not if I'm unable means that I'm not allowed, why doesn't the Torah just say I'm not allowed? Why does it have to say I'm unable? A little bit later, the Torah says, that the Shparuchu called into question or called in the Shmaimer Arts. And Rashi explains why specifically does the Kodesh Baruch Hu rely upon Shmaim and Arts? Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu is telling Klai Yisrael, take a look at Shmaim. I created the sun to serve you, and it does not change its way of behavior. It doesn't go up in the west, doesn't set in the east, it always comes up in the east and provides life for the entire world. Look at the world, the land that I created for you to serve you, Maybe you'll think that it changes its way of behavior. Maybe if you if you if you plant um, something and it won't grow, the land will decide it's not going to produce. Or if you plant uh, one type of grain, another type of grain will come up. So what these, the sun, the earth, that fulfill God's will, does Hashem's command, not for any reward, not for any punishment, if they are doing what they're supposed to, which they do, they don't get any reward. If they misbehave, they don't do what they're supposed to. There's no punishment. Yet still in all, the earth, God's creation, the sun, never changes from their way of behavior. You, call yourself, that if you are married, if you do have the schos, you, and you do it correctly, you get schah. If you sin, if you do wrong, you get punished. 
So how much more so is it incumbent upon you to follow Kaddish Baruch rule, law, mitzvahs? Atkan Lashayin of Rashi. So the question is, what's this Kabbalah Chaymer Rashi trying to point out? Why? Shemayim and Aretz, the heaven, suns and earth, what, what choice do they have? They have to do what Hashem said. They're not human. Sun is a creation, right? Sure. But it's set in motion. Same thing with the little earth. What's the Kabbalah Chaymer to a person? A person has Bechir. However, we see that we say every Shabbos morning in davening, or should we say really every morning? Yeah. So if they do be'ema, the Ritzayin of Hashem, it's a mashup for that Lushen that the Chazal Masakin that they are some type of Bechira here regarding the sun and the earth. So Moshe says in Darish Moshe, and you can look at clearly, a little bit more clearly in the Koran, where it's probably written a little bit lengthier, that Ramosha brings down the Rambam, Perach Gimel, Hilchus that all the stars and all the orbiting objects in the space, they all are some type of uh, live object. Lashon of Bali Nefesh, and they have Deya and Seichel, knowledge, understanding, and they are alive and standing, and they recognize he who said there should be a world. Hakadosh Baruch the heavenly bodies are alive, they have understanding and wisdom, and they recognize who created them and the world and creation. The Rambam continues that they praise and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, their creator, just like the Malachim do. And the knowledge of these stars and these orbiting objects is even greater than that of the knowledge of people. At Kandalosh and the Rambam. So since we see from here that the Rambam is saying, that they have this knowledge, even greater knowledge than people. So then it's simple to understand that they have to choose to do Hashem's will. And we see that they might even have the Bechira to not do what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, created, created them for. They have that Bechira, right? Because it says, And they could go and change from the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent them into set them up in creation. However, it's considered as if they do not have choice. Why? Since they have such great knowledge and they recognize HaKadosh recognize Baruch so much, so clearly, that it, at, to the point where it's even more than they recognize than a person, their knowledge is greater, the, with a greater knowledge is a greater recognition. So therefore, they, they really don't have a choice because to them, it's so clear that you have to do the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, to, it's, and it's impossible to do connected opposite what Hashem wants. And it's a simple thing to understand, by, uh, for them to understand. Similarly, it would be understandable as an example, what Moshe says, for a person who knows that he uh, can't jump into a fire because he'll get burnt up. Of course he could if he wanted to, but he's unable, a person cannot bring himself to jump into a fire. Even Dr. Moshe, a child, understands this. Therefore, it's w- well we could understand this Kabbalah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is bringing Shemayim Vartz to testify as witnesses. Why? We have to learn from them to choose to do HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will just as you choose not to jump into a fire. Yeah, that's according to Moshe's understanding. 
And through this terrace of Moshe, Rabbi Elia made a block in the Sefer, in the Sefer brought down in the Sefer Bina Habracha, that that's what the Torah means when it says Lois Suchal. When we cannot do certain things outside of Yerushalayim, where cannot, it cannot be done, it's unable. What's it mean, unable? Just like if you would say it says there in that Sefer, just like if you say to a person, go up on top of the roof, very high roof, let's say the Empire State Building, and take a jump. The person's not going to reply, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I can't do that. He's not going to say, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't have permission. What is he going to say? <laughs> I can't. Why? Because a person feels within himself so so greatly the, uh, the, the recognition that by jumping off a roof, it's the very end, and it's so clear to him the danger, that he replies it's something that he just can't do. And there's no question. So too, when it comes to mitzvahs and aveyas, a person has to come to the recognition, to that uh, madrega in Yerushalayim, and the recognition of truth of the Yemes, that it's so that it's become so clear and simple to him, the schav, the mitzvah, the hefs of aveyas, until there's no question to him whether he can or cannot do something, but he rather feels it's impossible, something that cannot be done. And he writes here in Sefer's Berchazavi, along these lines, that he heard similarly from a Hargoyen Rebbe Ruvin Gross, the Beis HaKnesses Shariot Tzedek in Chicago. That it says in the Medrash Rabbah, Pasha Samach Zayin Piska Gimel, there are six things that serve a person physically in his body. The eyes, the ears, the nose are not within a person's domain to control. Why? A person sees, a person hears, person smells things that even if he doesn't want to hear see or see hear or smell he still goes ahead however the mouth the hands and the feet are the person's domain to control and it's within his control to choose if he wants to do if he wants to speak words of tire holy words if he wants to speak gossip or to curse or to make fun so too a person can choose if he wants to do a positive thing a mitzvah with his Hands or, his, or he wants to do Naver. Does he want to steal? Does he want to murder Chasashon? And the person could also cho- choose where he wants to go. Does he want to go to theaters and circuses? Or does he want to run to the Beis Medrash? Stab him to learn. So at the point in time, the Medrash says, when a person is Hashem makes it that those things that are in his Rishus that he can control is as if they're not in his control. If a person is Zaycha and HaKadosh Baruch makes it that things that are in his control to do Ba'atzim, like his hands, feet, and mouth are as if they're not in, he's not in control. However, what would be the schos of such a thing that something that's in my Rishos no longer is in my Rishos? What's it mean? What's it mean that I, I lose control, so to speak? It's overridden. Right? If I'm Zaycha. I should lachayra. That's weakening my kayach. I can no longer make those choices. Svasemis says, Tafresh Lan and Gimel. So, it's eighteen. I'm sorry, five seven six hundred and fifty years ago. Svasemis says, if you give a little child a choice between a candy and a dollar, he's surely going to take the sweet right away, because it's calling to him. Even a little bit of an older child, he might weigh the difference between taking a dollar bill and taking a candy, but still in all, at the minute, he wants the candy.
Why? Because it's palatable, it's something that is sweet, he feels right away. However, when this child grows up a little bit further and he understands the value, the true value of the things, this little candy or this dollar bill, and it becomes so clear to him that uh, that there's no there's no question really to him. Of course, the dollar, whatever it is, the valuable object is far more important than the momentary fleeting candy that he has. It becomes so clear that there's no question. So too, the Svasema says, when it comes to Avodah Hashem, when it comes to Avodah Hashem, Hashem a person chooses with all his heart to do HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will, to be Mavatla himself, to do HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will. And that knows, and the person recognizes and instills in himself the understanding that the true value and the true worthiness of everything is doing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will, following the Torah, doing the mitzvahs. And he works on himself to the extent that he keeps him Mavatla, he, neg- he nullifies all his personal wants, and he only calls, fulfills Hashem's will. And the way that Pekiyavah says, make your will like Hashem's will. Both his personal, private wills, and his uh, and the wills, and his singular, everything should be focused on doing HaKadosh Baruch So through this focus, through this nullification of self, so to speak, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through his avdus, that even things that within his rishos to control, go into overdrive, or go into cruise control, so to speak, get over it. And they become so caught up in this man's uh, drive to serve Hashem that these things that he can control no longer do and, and, and work on their own. But they go and they start following and doing Hashem's will, will even uh, above and beyond what the man himself would do as if they're forced to do the will of Hashem, because it's so clear to this individual what the truth is and what's good in the world. And what might seem uh, good physically is only fleeting. It only comes and goes like a, like a cloud moving away, and therefore it becomes to such a man who's so doctrinated within himself to do HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will, the immediate realization of what's, 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 what's good and what's what's and brought down the that Rabbi Yochum Lovitz would say that the avoid of a person in his Bechira is that he should choose to do to serve HaKadosh Baruch and make it as if it's a mochrach, it's something that's necessary and must be done not a question anymore that's how much a person should ingrain the avoid of Hashem finally there's one last question raised here in the Berch the person could ask, why specifically by this mitzvah is it mentioned that we are unable? So the Malbim brings down, there's really three mitzvahs in the Torah. It says, Here, we're talking about maizvahs and shlamim, that you can't eat it outside of Yushalayim. There's a second place where it says, where it comes to somebody who's ma'anis, a woman, or Moshe Shemra, that he's not allowed to sheni yachar l'shalacha kol yamav l'shalacha. He cannot send her away. The third place where the Torah says, and on a personal note, a comment. Unfortunately, this became a mitzvah that is lost to Klal Yisrael. But let me back up and read it again from the Sefer. The third place the Malam says is a mitzvah of Aveda. Somebody, a lost object, you find, you see somebody's object or an object lying on the ground. Torah says le'sucha le'salim. You should not. Uh, turn away from it. You're not allowed, you're unable to 
walk past. You have to take care of it. So the mom explains why specifically these three mitzvahs. Because in these three mitzvahs, that in a different, with a different tweak of what the circumstances are, a person could do what he wishes. Even though the Torah says Lysucha. Why? Because there was such a thing, a concept of Bamais. So, in times of the Bamais, we couldn't eat in Yerushalayim, so we ate wherever the Bamais were. When it comes to an Aynas Mafata, somebody who's Ma'anas, a woman, he's able to send, he's able to say, send away other women. And when it comes to a Aveda, finding somebody's lost object. So, if it's beneath the dignity of the person to involve himself with this lost object, so then uh, he could, Allah says he could walk past it. That's the end of the w- words of the Malvam. And through this we can understand that we might be able to say that only by these three uh, specific mitzvahs that where it's able to be changed from an impossibility to a possibility of one little change of circumstance. So Dafkin, these three places, the Torah says that even these things, in a place where it's prohibited, that even though it could be changed very slightly, but still in all, since it's prohibited, it should be clear to you, so clear, that it's as if it's usa and as if it's dangerous. So, so much so that, it, that you're simply unable to do it. Now, I just want to back up. And speak about uh, what I mentioned a, a minute ago, which has nothing to do with the Berchas Abi. It's beautiful Vatera. But it's something that's been bothering me for a long time. We see all these signs and Batikinaisiyas and Batimidrashim, Yeshivas, and, and Shuls. Signs all the time that things that might be left here more than 30 days, you're leaving it here on Tanai, that it becomes Africa. And in Yeshivas specifically, where we sit and learn over and over halachis. And the mitzvahs, and where the Torah would say somehow somebody came up with a mechanism, some 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 heter heter, and I think it's based on a place in Yerushalayim. Um, I forgot the name. Uh, in regard to a base Yaakov, where there was a room full of stuff after fifty years, so based on that, the whole world now is mafka the ikah mitzvah of Aveda. We. Just put up easy signs. We're not responsible. It's Africa. Everybody can come and take it. And I, I, it's such a grievance. It's such a grievance to me. How you talking? Klal as a whole could just wholesale and uh, sell out on a mitzvah and be mafka mitzvah hagufa. Such an oxymoron. We're being mafka. We're giving up on a mitzvah. We're losing a mitzvah that really is one of finding. Of this is a nerve aim. The Torah, we don't understand the concept of how deep the Torah is on ingraining of Midas are in us. But if when it comes to a person's property of Mafka, so the next line of defense is the person themselves. If we'd have cover for a person's property and do what the Torah says and follow through and look for the owner and put up signs and try to find and figure it out. So certainly when we go through that, we can make a call of to the person themselves. Well, Mafka, the barriers before it comes to the Yekka person, what could be expected? Something I just had to get off my chest. And, and, and what type of chinuch is this? Uh, one, one last point. I, I wrote a letter recently to a rabbi, not recently, two years ago. I said, you know, at the very least, you know, set up a video camera specifically on the area where we're putting up these signs and everything's going to become half in 30 days. So you at least see who leaves, leaves there.
who leaves it there. And take the fifth graders that are learning Elamitsius. And if nobody else has time, let them sit down and figure it out. This coat was left by Yenem. Let them be mekayim what they're learning in yeshiva instead of seeing signs that say, well, your learning is not important because I'm Afghan anyways. And Mamish makes no sense. I hope somehow, somewhere, these words might take an effect and Klaiso could return back to not being mafka, um, the, the ikka mitzvah of finding a lost object. Okay, I get in Shabbos. I hope uh, people listen to the end of this so they could hear this last little tidbit. Zagazun, call to.